A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dadly Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture's look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Well, we're not going to review SmackDown, but also the show formerly known as NXT 2 Play. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a very good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet to look ahead to SmackDown tonight and a huge show on the cards. We've got a WrestleMania main event rematch involving the tag team titles, but I suppose tonight's show is all about the beginning of the WWE draft. Yeah, it's like... I don't think it's hyperbolic, and I know we're in kind of a like hyperbole heavy industry, but I don't think it's hyperbolic to say that the draft is probably at this point one of the biggest things that can occur, mm. by which I mean on our YouTube channel, where later on today, <laughs> or right now, depending on when you listen to this podcast, Indeed. you can go and watch myself and Michael Sidgwick with you as the officiant of this whole thing, uh-huh. draft our Dream Raw and SmackDown rosters. Available on what culture's YouTube channel right now. However, the WWE one, by comparison, only based on the most recent editions of it, sort of leaves a lot to be desired. It's this strange cheat code where if you, and I'm guilty of this with WWE a lot, if you completely like turn a key in the side of your head and switch your brain off from the outside and just flick your telly onto whatever channel hosts Wheel of Fortune in your local cable affiliate or whatever that frigate works in America. <laughs> And then it says, draft coming next. You can kind of wind yourself up into getting excited. I'm tempted tonight, you uh, know. Well, this is it, right? But a lot of them, in fact, I think all of them since SmackDown went to Fox, have been person on a podium, names, maybe a room full of dodgy actors pretend to be execs and a giant football robot. Oh, that was the best. Going like, yeah, we got Natalia. Like, I'm not picking on Natalia. Oh, I am. I'm, I'm yeah, sure you welcome me to. Like, but that's the idea. Like, that kind of thing. It's not... Captivating television, it, I'm not a ruthless aggression nostalgist. I think we've made that perfectly clear. But it does kind of make me pine for, like, the Miz has got the victory over John Morrison. Let's go to the Titantron. Jim Ross is going to SmackDown. Yeah. So good. I kind of want that sort of stuff back instead of, but I understand that I think it's probably like a Fox and USA thing where it's like, ah, it's all fun and games, but these networks have got a lot of money at stake. <laughs> yeah. and we, want, we want who we want. And there's probably a lot more politics attached to it than there used to be. I was reading a great article on whatculture.com mm-hmm. uh, about the 10 worst draft yes. picks. And I forgot the one where Cena went to SmackDown and then back to Raw on the same show. Oh, cool. Two draft picks that now mean nothing. Not our fault. Random computer. So, like, it's it's a weird one. The boogeyman's going to ECW. <laughs> yeah. 
Don't think we forgot about ECW. Like it's it's such a strange thing. It is. It's it does create hype and it does create drama. And then within fifteen minutes of the show. SmackDown's top star has been drafted to SmackDown. And you're like, what am I watching? Yeah. Like, what's going on here? And it's to that end, and because we need to get to a mid-roll ad on this podcast, and they've advertised two things, <laughs> that I'm going to talk about my viewing experience of SmackDown this weekend. If uh, I, three things, actually. If I may. Because I know you and Sidgwick sometimes discuss exactly when you fit Rampage in. Um, whereas that's an open and shut case for you and I when it comes to this brand. We watch it first thing Saturday morning. Because yeah. it's a goddamn blue brand. And I know Rampage doesn't necessarily... Am, am I right in thinking that... Rampage doesn't generate that level of excitement and get up and go. Sidge nailed it. He describes Rampage as your weekend homework when you're at school. <laughs> you do it Sunday night if you're really actually bothered. Yeah. And often, Monday lunchtime. Monday lunchtime or the teacher's spot that you've done it on the bus because your handwriting's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be fair, this week's Rampage doesn't look half bad. It looks all bad! <laughs> no, I just won't be watching it because I don't have to because we've got Monday off because it's a bank holiday here in the UK. Well, this typically, right, is... Um, it's like my early Saturday morning viewing. I'll, my wife has a, her sort of mandatory lying on a Saturday. We have to make deals for each other about when we get time in the week. And I like say, I'll get up with them on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm just a worse sleeper. So I like <laughs> to think, give myself a victory lap when really I'm, 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 it's a surprise roll up. I'm stealing one. But I'm like, it's all right, love you lying. Hey, so I'll dive on this grenade. Yeah. So I'll get up with the kids on a Saturday morning and I'll try first things first to give them the breakfast and then get smacked down on the phone while they're eating the breakfast because then that can become breakfast this is such a great bit of parenting advice for you Wilborn mm-hmm. breakfast can turn into like the telly that they're watching while they're eating the breakfast <gasps> and buy you that XL. it's like do you want to film with your breakfast yeah dad great because that's two hours I've like, had <laughs> my nieces and nephews before you can kind of like fool them into like so then you've bought the first part of your day often some of the hardest like yards are first thing and I'll have Smackdown on 1.5 speed on my phone and then watching the film they finish the serial but then it's like oh well, well we'll finish this but before the day starts proper you know yeah how close have they come to what are you watching there dad oh all the time and then they say it's wrestling and they just go back to what they're watching I kind of it's just like it never happens so that's what I'm going to win NXT I know I've just, that's, that's the gateway it. it's, it's never on a Wednesday morning if only it was Wednesday <laughs> so that's my, that's my goal tomorrow especially tomorrow because this is might alienate some listeners but we will get to the rest in a bit tomorrow is quite a big day in my life as a Sunderland fan and indeed my young sons who are kind of unfortunately for them growing into Sunderland fans as well <laughs> Um, Sunderland are playing Watford tomorrow. It's a huge game. It's a huge, huge game. There's going to be... They're, they're reckoning a near sellout, which is 47,000 wow. people for a, a second-tier football match. But Sunderland is a well-supported club, and the times are all right at the moment. And um, that's why uh, I'll be leaving the house at 9 o'clock to do Smurf Adventure. <laughs> because I didn't think this game would mean anything. So... Me and my wife are taking the kids on Smurf Adventure Day. You download a frigging app and you've got to find Save Papa Smurf. And it's mm. all this stuff around the... T- some bollocks out of it now. But basically, Smurf Adventure's finishing at two because we're going to the game. So if we haven't found Papa Smurf, he's going <laughs> to be left to die, unfortunately. Um, and so that's... It's a stacked and jacked Saturday. Catching Papa Smurf at nine o'clock, followed by Sunderland at three and... A huge game. If we beat Watford, we're as good as in the playoffs. And if we're in the playoffs, we could maybe get promoted to the Premier League, where we'd be horribly relegated. But you'd, <laughs> you'd love to see it because we've been the most attractive footballing team in all football, in all world football this yes. year. So well, hopefully by the end of that day, Papa Smurf will be the only one feeling blue. <laughs> hey um, Unless, of course, you're counting uh, your beloved Spyrites, who also could, could have National League 
third place secured yeah. tomorrow, which matters in that division because of the w- it's weird. because of the unique way the BBC is funded. No, like <laughs> that's weird. It's a big. All deal. we have to do is beat the bottom team who are already relegated. What good ball did we go <laughs> wrong? So big day, big day, right? Which means oh, SmackDown's just—it's not going to happen Saturday. Draft Usos, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. It's it's not looking good for Saturday. So then we get to Sunday. Sunday is my birthday, right? Twenty six, and, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> what? Counting leap years. Yeah. So Sunday's my birthday, and I'm a man at this point. I, w- I will be thirty eight on Sunday, and I'm, I'm reaching a point where I don't want a lot of stuff. So my wife has been faced with a challenge of how to wrap free time. <laughs> Like she might wrap it, she might put a tag on it. Like that's that's what I've asked for. Free time, right? So whether or not that's like me on a Sunday on a, of a bank holiday weekend, no less, being given like six hours to just be irresponsible with my time, or she like plans something with the kids and then leaves me in the house on my own for the, like that's what I've asked for, right? And I said, look, don't it wait. should be like a Money in the Bank briefcase. He's cashing it in. Yeah, like. And it's going to be in that pocket that I think I will watch this properly as it is deserved. Yeah. That's where I'm going with all of this, is because the draft just isn't that oh, gripping, really, when like when you're, it's one in the morning UK time and you've made a mistake and you pick picked cereal. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to commit to it. This rematch, I feel, is quite predictable. But with the sort of vibe, the birthday energy, I will be up early on my birthday because the kids get excited. And, like, it's for them. It's like, yeah. we've got, Dad, we've got you this thing that you're going to throw away when we're not looking. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, kids. Like, uh, So there'll be that. There'll be got cake. Mandatory cards to keep for a week before inexplicably throwing them away. Yeah. Like, so there'll be all that sort of stuff, and that'll be nice. And then once either they go out or I do, like, I'll be on such a birthday high. Then I'll be like, like, you know, remember the Ric Flair, like, last match advert? Holy sh! It's a SmackDown draft. Like, I'll be I'll be riding such a high that I'll find myself probably bang into this. Mm. And I just can only assume that WWE have, like, I don't know, assumed that of their audience because the, the draft is big enough, the match is massive, and then they've left the rest of the show wanting. Mm. And it, these draft picks do not fill the time in the way that people think. No. It's in, in the way that hopefully... Yeah, I miss the winning of draft picks. Yeah, like, in the way that hopefully that little anecdote has got us to at least the oh, yeah, mid-roll commercial near enough. Because it's just like, I know it's a WrestleMania main event rematch. I know that there might be an odd draft pick in here somewhere, and we're going to get to somebody me and Murray covered on the news yesterday that could be coming back that I don't know if you know I about. saw this, Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, my nice tits, bro. Poppy tits, bro, if this man comes back. <laughs> but, like, barring major returns uh, or... A huge twist in the tale of this new world title gimmick where somebody goes to SmackDown that you would have had as like a nailed-on contender for the Raw B-plus players title. Like, (laughs) I'll worry that there'll be no buzz coming out of this show. For all that there appears to be Mm. on the surface, if you look under the hood, I'm not so sure. See, I have uh, eternally optimistic and uh, naive, I think it's the best way of putting it, because I get the same with like the Raw after WrestleMania. Maybe it's going to be good this time. Yeah. It wasn't. Cut two. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as people made out, but... Um, Where do you... you uh, let's do a what culture list on the fly. You've been to the New York one in 2019. Yeah. You've been to the... Which I was at. You've been to the 2022 one mm-hmm. in Dallas, Texas, which mm-hmm. I was at. Like, we were together in that one. And you've been to the uh, 2023 one where I had my, let's call it, WrestleMania epiphany confirmed that everything was completely utterly f***ed. <laughs> Give us a one, two, three on us. Um, genuinely, go on. It's like there's no wrong answer. I'm just interested. Yeah, genuinely, 2023 is top. 
I, 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 I actually it. remember from that show. 2022, yeah. for the life of me, the only thing I remember is them saying, Roman's out last and he's going to say acknowledge me at the end of his promo rather than the beginning. <laughs> I can't remember a single thing else that happened on that show. Ezekiel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I only remember that in like watching that back. There was one thing. Rhea turn on live on that show. Mm, I think they lost to set up the turn. Oh, yeah. So it didn't even happen then. There was one thing, right? But it was so, like, ultimately inconsequential. There's no need to remember. Like, it's it's nothing now. It's barely even worth talking about. Cody Rhodes came out and said in a year's time he's going to finish his father's story and win the WWE title. Yes, I do remember But, like, that. these, see, these are just these pointless little crumbs that mean nothing over 12 months. So, like, it's, <laughs> like, I can understand why you would forget that. So that one is probably the worst. Because the other one was my first. Yeah. I always you, remember you first. And I got to see Taker. Got the Undertaker, yes, that's true. And I got to see the, the best version of Taker. We Big got entrance, goosebumps, one move, thanks for coming. Some and, fa- and then we got Lars Sullivan. Minor WWE history on that show, I think. I think we were in that crowd for the first ever WWE crowd AEW chant. Possibly, yeah. Because it hadn't launched. Yeah. But people were pierced with that main event. We're going to merge the titles. No, we're not. Oh, my God, here comes Undisputed Era. No, it's going to be Cesaro and Sheamus. It's the bar. Yeah, so um, there was an AEW chant at that one, wasn't there? Yeah, I remember um, that. And I think people were probably still a bit pissed off that they'd got stranded outside of the stadium the night before <laughs> trying to get home. Jeez. It was just a uh, weird vibe. I slept for about three days. Has there ever been a mania weekend where, and I've been to one with, like, one with you, one I was at that you were also at, and one that I was, like, very connected to this year, even though I wasn't on the trip with you. Well, like, the vibe hasn't got a bit sour by the end. No. <laughs> I think any two-night WrestleMania hasn't nailed it yet. We no. keep saying this, but uh, I'm but like, bloody but glad it's, it's not one night anymore. It's one thing to go to a stag or a hen or a bachelorette party where, like, everybody overdoes it on the first night. So while the second night's a lot of fun, it's almost on you that the first night was just too good. Yeah. It's not like you go the first night, you slightly overdo it. The second night, like, the entertainer takes a <laughs> on your face. Like <laughs> You just dog it. Yeah, it's like, that's of your own doing. <laughs> Unless that's the entertainment you choose, of course. No, no kink shaming here. Exactly. Um, but I, I, like I say, every year I get, I go, man, your draft's going to be good. Like, I see it as a fresh start for certain people who kind of need to move brands mm-hmm. to to either turn heel, turn face, or just just wear a different colour shirt when it comes around <laughs> the Survivor Series. Oh, God. But I also am quietly confident that the NXT injection this year is actually going to be exciting and good. Like... You reported pretty deadly, mm-hmm. pretty dead as they were on NXT, appear to be moving. Backstage tonight, yeah. whether or not that's just a visit or what. But. I mean, they, the, you can read the list, I'm not going to go through it now, on whatculture.com of the way they've sort of divvied up all the names. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, what is it, say, selected NXT superstars or yeah. whatever. There's, you know, we reported this morning, me and Andy, Ron Breaker and Cora Jade might be there. You sense... Probably Bron's not going anywhere because he's got a title match coming up in NXT. But who knows? Maybe they'll say, oh, he can do both because yep. bollocks to it. Um, Cameron Grimes? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen him in ages. <laughs> he's looking uh, jacked, isn't he? And he's jacked. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. And, yeah, just the intrigue of what if you, like, I was looking through the way they've sort of broken it all up. And Rome, what a get this is. So you... We, when the rules for our draft were kind of similar. I was like, you can't pick factions, but you can pick tag teams, mm-hmm. for example. So <laughs> WWE have clearly seen a sneak peek of that and stolen our idea because um, Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa come as a pair, yeah. but the Usos don't come as part of that. So you can't pick the bloodline. And then the Judgment Day, 
I think you can pick Damien Finn and ex Dom, but you can't pick Mammy as part of that either. And them getting split up. Oh, my God. I mean, not that it matters. They just show up on both. Like, this is the thing. I'm just excited, I think, yeah. mainly for the NXT edition and being able to be like, oh, maybe they won't ruin this guy now because he's sort of in a mould of Vince. It's very fitting that the Judgment Day's colours are purple because they've never bothered about Team Red or Blue, uh. have they? Let's be honest. The Bloodline one, I think, is quite a nice bit of potential storytelling here because I think Paul Heyman, in storyline, will have engineered that and it'll be another neg on the Usos. Mm-hmm. And, like, Jimmy or Jay tonight will go and ask uh, the wise man, How, how's this, then? And he's like, oh, nothing. I'm, I'm sure it's just an administration error. Like, I'm sure the tribal chief could do something about it if he wanted to and all that kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure if you win the tag titles back tonight, we can, the bloodline's fine. Capital F. You know, like, I'm sure that's part of the, maybe I'm showing it too much respect, but I feel like that's yeah. probably part of the story. But yeah, um, I don't know. I think the, ultimately as well, the, the point about wrestlers going on to new shows and having a new start, it's good to have a wrestler have a revived sense of purpose no matter how you come across it. Mm-hmm. And this is one way to manufacture that, even if a lot of that just ends up being two weeks of a new coat of paint followed by getting beat to the old guard on the same brand. Yeah, I think in an overarching way, my main three concerns for this draft are, number one, get some NXT stars up on the main roster. We've said for ages the amount of people in there that are ready to go up. They've been ready to go up for the past six to 12 months. Why I really want that. I did mention this on the NXT review. Get that wherever you get your podcasts. But because previously when they've done like an NXT or in the draft, you get a camera at the Performance Center and they're all in the property oh, yeah. the Performance Center t-shirts. And it's like, oh, it's a really legitimately big moment from there. The lights are changing in front of your very eyes. Not this year. What I want is for the camera to go to the Performance Center and it, for people that have never watched NXT for it to look like Pat Sharp's Funhouse or something <laughs> like that. The just absurdity of all, like everyone in full gimmick. Like, if you've never watched, I'm like to think you've maybe listened to our oh, podcast, please. but you will see some of the cast of characters we have spoken about over the years, where you've got, like, a, a literal bird person, people from the mafia. Uh, who else have we got? A surfer dude who's now injured. Uh, yeah, um, we'll soon sell Ruka. Uh, who also skates. Like, so maybe, oh, yeah. maybe the injury was inevitable. Um, uh, a, car- a, a guy that's such a narcissist that any one time he's got about three cameras on him, like, that'd be a nice bit mm-hmm. if it, like... All of these characters. And a whole lot of corruption. Loads of corruption. Like a minimum of two separate corrupt groups. <laughs> like all in gimmick would be so funny. Yes. Like just got, like, but lined up in chairs yes, still. Please. Like how have they all got to sit next to each other? So we'll have a bit of a, like you say, you've got your video with Sige yep. uh, coming out on the channel. And I'll, I'll release it as a podcast, of course, as well. So you can listen when you're out and about. Um, so you've got that aspect of it all. And we'll have a little bit of a play with a, a random draft of our own. I've got the NXT roster page. We'll do that in a short while. Mm-hmm. My other two concerns, number two, I said it was a three-part of this. I think the World Heavyweight Championship is going to be a raw thing. Yeah. So please, God, draft Cody Rhodes to SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. And um, number three, in exchange for that, you need a star uh, you know, that can step into the Cody Rhodes shoes, and that is moving to Monday Night Raw. And I don't know if he's on tonight's show or Mondays, but we're not going to get a chance to preview Raw because, like I said, we've got a three-day weekend here in the UK for a bank holiday. Um, more bank holidays than they have holidays in America. Too many, if anything. Um, in exchange for that, oh, who are we going to have on Raw to, to, to cut amazing promos and put on sensational matches? LA Knight! Yeah! Not against it. Not against it. Vince McMahon might be, which could be the key problem. Oh, God. That. Uh, I Cody going to SmackDown is really quite something because if uh, you to believe that they haven't completely ruined everything, they haven't. He is <laughs> still 
like the people are still with him enough that like they're getting huge numbers at these house shows and his merchandise is they flying off the shelf. Selling out UK house shows. Like ten thousand I think Alex McCarthy was sharing ten thousand people in Birmingham. Ten thousand in Birmingham. I saw Cody Rhodes have a ripper in Birmingham once and there was not ten thousand people there. And let me tell you why. It's because he was working the undercard against the Shield. Cody and Rowan, oddly enough. <gasps> Cody and Dustin versus the Shield in an unbelievable tag team match for the belts that got us to the interval and a main event of the big show and Randy Orton because Daniel Bryan was lifted to go and work of the other course. loop. And then uh, there was lots of booze, lots of hatred. There was still lots of anger about the Bryan stuff in general. And Big Show just stole the yes thing. And I was like, let me tell you, Birmingham, <laughs> Daniel Bryan sent me here to kick Randy Orton's ass. If you're with me, give me a yes, yes. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a bad atmosphere. Uh, so the fact that, like, Cody was on a show where they killed that town and is now back at the yeah. one where he's filled it, it's quite impressive. So, yeah, if he's that guy... If he is him, capital H, still, then SmackDown's the A show now, isn't it? So mm. him going on SmackDown, him refusing to go away when it comes to Roman Reigns, I would like that because already it feels like they've done that WWE thing where it's like tapping on the shoulder. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's my focus, and actually he always was. This is a real quiz. I don't like that at all. So it's like frigging uh, Sabre taking over Dunder Mifflin and Gabe locking down like YouTube and Facebook and uh, Michael Scott no nope, don't like that <laughs> replacing the plastic cups with a uh, water bottle oh. that you only need to refill once before they've en- ended up like emptying the water cooler getting increasingly worried that Cody is that so I need him on Smackdown for that reason and as well you want ultimately to feel like they still see him as their big star mm. I'm very nervous he's going to lose to Brock Lesnar <laughs> I'm very nervous he's going to come out and try and sell me on winning that frigging belt on Raw. Please, God, no. (laughs) Like, I just, that would alleviate a lot of those worries. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash whatculture. Uh, but let's talk about this uh, tag title match then, yeah. um, because like you say, it's a Huge thing mm-hmm. that they've put 
a WrestleMania main event, a tag title WrestleMania main event, no mm -hmm. less, uh, a match on free TV. Yeah. Um, and it feels, often we sit here and say, well, it's your first, well, it's not their first, is it? They've done it before, haven't they? Or did they have, have they had the titles on the line? They haven't had them. No, just, no, they, 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 they fought, profits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, def, they've fought as a tag team, but they've yeah. not put the titles on. But it, so it's their first proper title defense. Mm -hmm. And so you go, as with uh, Rhea, as with Bianca, as with Carmelo Hayes in NXT. Ah, okay, it's just a, you know, a foregone conclusion that you retain. And to further the bloodline uh, crumbling yeah. base... Uh, storyline basically, and the Usos dedicating this win to the tribal chief. And when it all goes wrong, mm -hmm. oh god, he's gonna be pissed. And you know, Paul Heyman, and they don't watch the show, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but Paul Heyman directing, like, he's gonna be pissed off if you this up, sort of thing. Seems you know, okay, tune in and have a nice feel good experience as you watch Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn team up again, defeat the Usos. Take them out of the title picture for a long time because they've got their own bloodline issues to get on with and move on to, to whoever they could fight in this weirdly sort of quite well-developing tag division now within WWE. But in... Where are we? Just over a month's time. Oh, no. Maybe around, about a month's time exactly, actually. Yeah. They're going to Saudi Arabia for Night of Champions. Mm -hmm. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will not be on that show for obvious reasons. So there's a little bit of fear coupled with, you know, who's back in charge now. They, they might lose. Yeah. Um, like every success that Newcastle United have in the future, the ugly reality should take precedence over the bollocks story being told to you. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's Saudi Arabian money. Mm -hmm. It's the show that now, well, the, the contract, should I say, the deal that has made, uh, contributed to WWE being richer than it ever was on its best day for, let's say, creative reasons, the 80s Hulkamania, the 2000s boom period. Um, it was destined to be the richest it had ever been before it even signed the SmackDown deal, thanks to the Saudi Arabian deal. Other than the one time that Vince left the entire wrestlers on tarmac to argue over a 50-quid bill, their money is what makes the difference. And they, they don't say what goes, but obviously they've got a lot of skin in the game. If yes. they want a tag title match, no, that sounds oddly specific, but they wanted Yokozuna and he was dead. Like, <laughs> if they want a tag title match, they're getting a tag title match, you know, as miserable as that sounds. And the Usos, well, or anybody but Kevin and Sammy having the belts is what would be needed to facilitate that. So you have to think about that. It's a shame. Um, it came up in conversation when Sammy was fighting for the world title, didn't it? I remember, like people, yeah. People saying, well, you can't, can't ever go with Sammy long-term because around this time of year and around sort of October and November time of year, you're in Saudi Arabia and they're going to want a WWE title match. Now, that, of course... It's like when Brian was fighting for it and they were like, it's fine, they'll just green screen it. God, yeah. Do you remember that? So, like, there's all these concerns that shouldn't be concerns but are, and it's a shame. And today's not the day for geopolitics, but just remember that when you're watching Isaac's goal against Evan. So, well, I mean, you don't need to remember it. You can just see the kits. But, like, it's... It's a shame, and it's ugly. I'd rather be invested in the fiction. Yeah. And because of that, I'd rather think that Owens and Zayn wins for all the reasons you've outlined. The, I'm still really, really annoyed that Roman isn't champion because I just think this whole bloodline thing makes less sense. But you can help it make more sense if the Usos lose again. Yeah. Because then you're not backing down, you're doubling down. Roman shouldn't be champion. This whole thing should be Emperor's uh, no, got no clothes. And he's like 
holding down this fort with no reason to hold them down. Mm. And it's their realisation that they don't need him. But now we're in a different direction and they're trying to win his love back, even though on the surface they're pretending that's not an issue. It's like when you were a kid and you were in trouble with your parents and you knew it and you tried to no-sell it. Yeah. And it's like, the bollocking's coming, but if I just keep talking like it's not, it's going to go away. That's where they're at with Roman presently. Um they have to lose. They have to lose. Yeah. It's you can have the the even like a miscommunication halluva kick spot. Well, I want that because I like what they're doing with Sammy and Kevin. They're never not Is this fine? Yeah. Like they're, ne- they're not one thing away from someone ch- slamming someone else on the apron. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. Um and I think even fans of Zayn and Owens, people that loved as we did the journey to WrestleMania, myth gifts who is going to have content out the ass forever yes. because of those two. Like, no matter like where you stand on Zane and Owens, you're probably as into the split as you're into this now because as baby faces, it already kind of feels like the job's done. You know what they've done? They've finished the story. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Like, the the the, pos- the prospect of a loss down the line is quite exciting and captivating. Not this one. No. And it'll hurt because they've got to go into backlash as losers in a six-man. I, I would rather they win... They lose a backlash when there's no titles on the line and you say that it's solo getting it done, for example. I would rather lose that match than lose the belts here. I'd have them lose both, personally. You want them to lose the titles? Uh, no, as in uh, I'd have the bloodline lose both. Oh, you want the bloodline to lose both? Yeah. Ah, okay. Sokoa doesn't get pinned, obviously, in the backlash match. Jay and gets pinned, doesn't Jay he? gets pinned, yeah. and it's like, that's the final straw. <laughs> the that's final, it. The final straw was WrestleMania. I was pretending that wasn't the final straw all along. <laughs> yeah. Just setting Solo on them. Like, if they lose Solo... Anyway, we'll save that before we're talking about backlash. The trial of the Usos. Oh, my God. Still got it. Mm. Still got it for me. Maybe. Um... But yeah, like you say, the intrigue now is they're not even hiding it. It's in plain sight, every team that they go up against. And I think arguably, even if it's like a ricochet and Braun Strowman, mm. they go like, we might have just been kind of thrown together and we might have not got on on Twitter before all this. Yeah. But we've, you've never seen as well, apart from last week, <laughs> ricochet about, you've never seen us actively turn on each other. It's literally muscle memory for the two of you. So every time they go into those title matches... We're gonna we're gonna sit here and go. I mean, they could lose and just have Kevin turn on Sammy or Sammy turn on Kevin. I think you can. I, I think that's mm. the only one way around you can do this, and it's Kevin. Yeah. Kevin I, turn on Sammy. I've never fantasy booked Randy Orton in my life, but what about if Orton turned out he was eventually good to go, and Kevin Owens has grown increasingly pissed off with Matt Riddle, and then just absolutely decks him, and Sammy's like, whoa, 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 hold on, and Owens is livid, and that shows the dissension between them, and Orton makes the save, and you've got. Zayn and Owens versus RK Brew. Yeah, uh, you know, like they they lend themselves to stories because they care a great deal about the detail in their work. So there's always stuff happening, even if even if it's not like this is why we used to talk about them gaming the system. They're like it shouldn't have to be that way. Just book them. But like they were always good at gaming the system, and they can do this now in a system that might reward them a little bit more for it. Yes, so exactly. you know this is the platonic ideal. I think. And you know, a bit like if Cody Rhodes had won the world title at WrestleMania. Just because they're babyface champions doesn't mean that, oh, who on earth are they going to face now? They can just say, the Street Profits, you're really good. Yep. Let's have a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're here to work. You don't have to just be like, well, they're babyfaces, so they can only face teams of heels. So yep. uh, you and you, you're a tag team now. Yeah, don't need to do any of that. Um, <laughs> that's, that's all a SmackDown cover, isn't it? Uh, well, there's another match advertised. Ah. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, part a whopping fancy dance SmackDown with your two matches. Selena Vega, uh, oh yeah, uh, de- defeating Sonya Deville obviously because yeah. she's got the title match with Rhea Ripley coming up. I really like this what they've done with with Vega and uh, obviously with the show being in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. 
It makes just perfect sense. And Sonia Deville, you know, maybe I'm overdoing it here, but it feels like she's Teflon to losses. She comes out, she goes, this town's crap. Yep. You go, boo. And you're a former sort of weird authority figure. <laughs> she loses, and everyone goes, oh, Selena Vega can go. Maybe she can have trouble with Rhea Ripley. She's had and some useless creative Rhea's going to squash her. Yeah, like, Sonia's had some useless creative over the years, and yet she remains pretty much as over as she's ever been. I'm with you. Totally with you. But this is a Selena Vega thing. I love it. There's a movement bubbling under that the LWO are kind of already being considered too much like jobbers to matter, and I disagree. Yeah. Like, I've really... The L in LWO for me stands for low-key goated. So. You shouldn't be passing things like that on. Uh, <laughs> but you're not wrong. Right? This has been a great idea. The mm-hmm. rebrand has been a superb idea. There's pictures of them as a stable with Ray in it, and they look cool as... Like, I don't know mm. if you've seen like, it. Looks, it's, it's good stuff. And like the fact that you've obviously built a stable with the Judgment Day has been nice. Yes, they're losing a lot, but the matches are, are affording them profile that they're like... There was a point, think about this, there was a point where you were trying to decide, is it these, or is it Hit Row, or is it the Viking Raiders? Who's, yes. Who's going to break out from the pack? And like this has totally transformed the narrative. And the Puerto Rico thing for Zelina Vega is just inspired as well. I absolutely love this localised premium live event booking deal. So many times, I want to like give that big nose Bell and Triple H's, like, his due here, because I think <laughs> there's been a few times where they've thought ahead enough when they've made these bookings. Look, we've got money in the bank coming in, uh, July in London. Oh my god! Somebody could be one of the last ones for me. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, the last hurrah. Oh, really? Somebody British will probably shine, and it just feels like British. British, you say? Well, uh, I've got some home truths. I think you need to know about. <laughs> More on that later, maybe. So yeah, I just uh, Zelina Vega wins. It's fairly routine, and she has this probably this one night to show what baby face yeah. she got. I think Rhea destroys her after the match. Like, you're not in my league. I put Charlotte Flair in a place. Why do you think I should have any problem with you? And then you've got, like, two weeks to... Oh, no, a week? And what are we on? You've got a Raw and a go-home Smackdown. Oh, God, yeah, it's next yeah, weekend, next Saturday, isn't, it? isn't it? Bloody hell. You've got a Raw and a go-home Smackdown to have Zelina say, you should take me more seriously, I'm going to batter you. Something like that. I'm a former queen. That. Oh, well, there you go. You just booked her for money in the bank. And uh, you could uh, easily have Rhea Ripley come out, kill her, and be like... Well, life's great. Nothing could go wrong. I need to bring that guitar thing. Do it live. Do Rick, Bo- Rick Boogs do it. Rick, Rick Boogs. Everything's great. And the rest of the Judgment Day get drafted to Raw. Oh, no. Brilliant. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. This is the one thing we didn't want to happen. Um, last week, we had a really enjoyable uh, IC title match between Gunther and uh, Xavier Woods. Yeah. Who's next for him? Because they're doing this thing with Shinsuke, and I can't work out whether it's to do a brief title match thing with with Roman, Mm -hmm. uh, or uh, run it back with Gunther. Possibly. Run it back. I I never remember which one's my fantasy booking and which one's actually happened. He fought Nakamura. Yeah. Um, Wasn't one of the celebrated ones, but it was all right. Unless yeah, because we were booking him to fight all the old IC yeah. champions, weren't we? Unless you, like you, have imagined that too. But I'm pretty sure it was just an okay title yeah. defense. But like a good one, they can't all be five stars, but they can all enhance the stature, and that's where we're at with Gunter. So I don't begrudge those matches of a certain ceiling. Well, did they start teasing it and then go, actually, can't be with this? No, that was, that was Roman. Remember, like, Nakamura had a gauntlet, yeah. and it was like, he's back, he's back, he's back. Oh, where's he gone? <laughs> <laughs> um, Nakamura and Cross is a thing, like, as a setup for Nakamura and Gunther. I don't hate, you know. I think, like, the problem with it is Nakamura has spoken in loftier terms. So if he wants um, title glory one last time to remind him of how it felt when he was over in um, Noah 
fighting Keiji Muto. It's got to be Roman, isn't it? Mm. It's got to be Roman Reigns. I was thinking we do LA Knight with Gunther. Okay. Um, but maybe you're right. Maybe Raw belong. What? Here's a draft thing, you see. This is why they do it, because it doesn't inspire a fantasy book. I don't have anyone in mind when I say this, but somebody on Raw hasn't probably shared airtime at all with Gunther beyond maybe an interaction in the Royal Rumble. Maybe not even that. So the idea of somebody coming over from Raw, Raw would hear, to fight Gunther as like a new challenger, you'll buy because they'll buy it. I've a lot of things about you, Gunther, but I've never seen you, so I'm sure it's going to be fine, and we're all going, oh. And you can bring someone in who's just lost and lost and lost and lost mm. and lost on Raw. It feels, I, I always say, some people may argue, no, 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 there's still stigma attached to them. For me, I just have this weird sort of memory wipe and be like, oh, cool, they're a totally new version of themselves, which is why, and he hasn't lost a lot, but as soon as you said that, my brain went, oh, cool, Chad Gable. Chad Gable, great. Speaking of new versions of themselves, let's uh, pay off the tease we dropped earlier on. For those that didn't see the news yesterday or are trying to avoid spoilers for the draft, maybe turn off now because you're going to get one. Uh, as a way to explain the beating of Xavier Woods last week. Oh, I'm ready. I'm po- poised over it. If Big E oh my God. returns, oh my God. Oh my God. as rumoured, we love you Big E, friend of the channel, friend of everybody, evidently, uh, is feeling good and ready to return and wants it. Big E versus Gunther, are you f***ing kidding me? Oh my God. Like, so... By all means, there's your big match for down the line. But Big E is a returning draftee, and maybe them do like a locker room thing where he's like, he's shaking hands. He's like, like all the wrestlers are coming out because he's such a beloved figure. I can't believe you're back. This is amazing. This is amazing. Like, oh, yeah. And then he meets somebody new that he hasn't met previously who's a baby face. It's like, it's great to meet you. There's so many new faces around. And he just goes nose to nose with Gunther. Oh, and it's like, I know you. I saw what happened. Main last event week. of pay per view, that. And, well, and then you've got the New Day and Imperium as the setup stuff as well. Jesus Christ, if he comes back. It would certainly explain why Woods was dropped in and dropped in quite yeah. quickly last week as well. Oh, God, just, just <laughs> saw that news yesterday and I thought, because I thought, oh, that's nice. They just put a nice picture of E in the background. Just to, you know, he's <laughs> yeah. in our thoughts. Obviously, he's, he's had this horrible time with this injury. Get well soon. We don't want to, we're only booking him this because of reports. He should only come back if he's ready. I feel like I say that. We every want time. it if he wants it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the deal. But, Oh my! I'd be I'd be so happy. Yeah, I'd be ecstatic if that happened. But like you say, it could be anyone. It could be, in fact, as I seamlessly seg into our final bit here, someone from NXT <gasps> looking to make their mark. And you know what that means? Uh-huh. It's, time, it's time to play the game. Time to play, time to play the game. What <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, CM Punk? <laughs> I'm really out <laughs> this week. Um, NXT, of course, is the best wrestling show of the week. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? So we could get one, if not multiple, drafts from NXT to the main roster tonight. Mm-hmm. So I've got the uh, NXT Superstars page open in front of me. I am yeah. scrolling through. Every one of these get, you know, when sometimes I'm like, oh, God, don't yeah. pick someone who's dead or done something terrible as we go through the alumni page. This one, for the most part. The version of this is Gallus. I have no concerns, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if I go, do you want to do it again? Yeah, that means you've got Wolfgang. Yeah. Right, okay. I am scrolling through. <laughs> and some people are like, I forgot about Boa. Oh, love you, Boa. Right, I am scrolling through. He got corrupted, didn't he? The, uh, indeed. Uh, the NXT page. And uh, this is not necessarily for Gunther, but who knows? Uh, or Roman. Um, or Rhea or whoever. I was going to say, let's do that. Let's say it's for Gunther, Roman, Rhea or Bianca. 
Good, okay. Okay, an instant challenge. You're like, day one, I'm here now. I've been drafted to X or Y, and this is what we're doing. Okay, I'm going to shut my eyes as well. I'm scrolling through it. Tell me when to stop. Stop. And give me a number between one and four. Two. <laughs> I know one person who could be very happy by this draft. Yeah. It's not even a funny one, this. Oh. This is actually like a, oh, okay. What culture boys nailed it again? Miko Satamora. Oh! Can you imagine? Yeah. Yes, Might as well. Why not? Miko Satamora. Should we have another one? Yeah, let's do it again. Oh, it's right. fun, isn't it? Stop. Four. Uh. <laughs> well, we found Gunther's opponent. Okay. I'll turn it around to you. Okay. For a bit. I mean, it could be Romans, but I'm going to say Gunther mm -hmm. because uh, the NXT star, Michael Hamflet, coming to the main roster <laughs> to face Gunther is... <laughs> He's going to get the jacket chopped clean off him. Jacomanjero. <laughs> right, one more. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> Stop. Hey, oh, one yeah. second. Let me just... Okay. I, this is not going to come off. Oh, my God. Right. You've got four choices here. I'm not going to even put my fingers up to try and influence you. Yeah. You have three amazing ones. Oh, God. One that I'd just be like... Oh. You burst back in your chair when I landed on this line. Okay. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ, this is pressure. One. Oh, my God. Yes! What we got? What we got? Right. One of, the, one of these people... Uh, well, one of these people is a champion mm -hmm. you could have picked, okay? I'm not going to say who it is because it might give it away. One of these people is a champion you could have picked, right? Mm -hmm. And it just wouldn't work. And, and he, He's ready to go to the main roster, but... No, not yet. Not yet. I think I know that. stuff to do, okay? Someone else has got to finish their story in NXT, in my opinion. Okay. Um, and he, no, I don't think he's, I don't think he's here today. So, okay. So he can't make a appearance. Someone else is, 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 if you'd have picked it, no offense, very talented, <laughs> a lot of potential, but would have been the equivalent of. <laughs> right. Your choice to move to the main roster, and in my opinion, um, challenge Roman Reigns and beat him. Don't bollocks to Cody. Actually, I've changed my mind, and it was the right decision for him for him to lose at WrestleMania because tonight, coming to either SmackDown or Raw, I don't give a toss, and making the main roster uh, just going to like another stratosphere, you could say, <laughs> is. Yeah, Let me guess then, Cameron Grimes. Yep. Carmelo Hayes. Correct. Channing Stacks Lorenzo. Correct. Cora Jade. No, Cora Jade's... It's not Cora Jade. I couldn't think of the wah, wah, wah. I thought that would have been a bit cruel to her, but I get it, because it's like there's kind of more to do on it. Uh, someone that's got to finish the story. No, no, Stacks is the one who's got to finish oh, so the, the story. The crushing disappointment? Yeah. No offence to this person. It's <laughs> <laughs> the new nickname, crushing disappointment. <laughs> I don't have gone. You could say that in terms of NXT, he's the absolute best. Oh, it's Charlie Dempsey. Charlie Dempsey. No, thank you. <laughs> that button has never been more appropriate. God, I'm excited for this the draft tonight. Yeah. If jacked... Right. Full disclosure, it's going to be the first thing I watch on, on Saturday morning. It's probably not going to be a Friday night jobby mm -hmm. because I'm too old and I need to really appreciate <laughs> this sleep whilst I can still get it. You do, brother. Um, but <laughs> if that happens, I think... I think Chesterfield can lose, <laughs> and I wouldn't care. My my weekend wouldn't be ruined because I'd be so happy to see my boy, who I haven't seen for months yeah. now, J -j 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 jacked Cameron Grimes on the main roster. Oh, no. <laughs>
Did you see no, that? no. <laughs> oh my god. There, there we go. There in the end. It's because you're too excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Either that or on Raw, because we're not going to be here to preview it on Monday, because it's bank holidays, I said. Yeah, we'll sorry, be, everyone. I wish I was. We won't, we won't even have a chance, really, to, to review this show, but we'll, we'll no doubt reference it on the Raw review, because we'll be back on Tuesday. Draft stuff. We can exactly. do a bit of bumper roll, maybe, yeah. on Tuesday. Sorry. Um, right, let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown and the draft, uh, of course, on Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. Why should they can follow both of us? You can follow Michael Hamlet at... Michael Hamlet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Me and Sid will be here later on to uh, preview AW Rampage. You've got WrestleCulture with hashtag Bloody Good Quiz. And as we mentioned earlier on, make sure you check out the video of myself and the Dadly Boys doing our own WWE draft. It goes down 2 p.m. UK time uh, later on today. But of course, it'll be on our YouTube channel for you to check out whenever you want. Or it'll be available as a podcast if you want to listen whilst you're out and about. But for now, this has been the SmackDown Preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.